Thank you for downloading this episode of the Ask Rita Show. You can find more at willow4u.com forward slash ask. That's willow, W-I-L-L-O-W, the number four, the letter U, dot com forward slash ask. But don't do that until you've listened to this. Hello and welcome to the show where we ask Rita Harrison, the foremost authority on the Willow System, questions from listeners about health, healing, and happiness. My name is Crystal Lynn Bell, so let's get started. Here is the first question from the internet. I have a dream to build a new business, but I am short on money. I have a job which takes all of my time. How can I change my money story so I can focus on my new business? So I hear that a lot, that people feel restricted to fulfill their dreams through lack of money and through lack of time. The question is, what restricts them really? I think, and I found out in the private sessions, it's very often a projection into money and time. Of course, we all need to eat and we have to have an income to pay our bills. But a lot of people try to solve the money issue with money. This is like when you have a liver problem and you have headache, you would go and solve the liver problem and not just try to get rid of the headache. Okay, some people do. And this doesn't work out. It actually traps them even more into the lack. Oh, no time, no money. And it's also a collective lifestyle that's very popular. No time, no money everywhere. So I think a lot of people participate in this concept of life without feeling that they have a choice to live something else. Today, of course, there are a lot of resources there, and we have to narrow it down somehow in the podcast. Today, I'd like to open up something in Follow Your Passion. I was in a similar situation a long time ago. When I was working as a physical therapist in a private practice, but I actually wanted to do my willow system at home, or at least in a more comfortable context in Germany. And I was wasting a lot of energy, energy, which comes out in form of time, which comes out in form of money, by being busy in this practice. So I wasted a lot of the energy doing where my passion was not. When I discovered what I really wanted to do, which was to help people to get unstuck, no matter if it has anything to do with health at all, no matter if it had anything to do with career, I didn't want to spend time in the car. I didn't want to spend time in the grocery store. I sat down and I was writing down what would be my life, how would it look like if I allowed only things to fill it up that I was passionate about. I changed everything at that time and it changed everything for me because I had people giving me, um, you know, there I could order food that came and I could just cook it and um, I had 
people come to my place. I didn't have to spend uh, time in the car. I had my races in my price because I offered something that nobody else offered. So there was no comparison, no competition, and they wanted to pay me more. My clients said they actually wanted to pay for a typical physical therapy session or for a naturopathic doctor session. And so I did all those things. I excluded everything in my life, like taking the trash out that was taking my energy away. That still gives me more time and money, but at the end it's not about time and money. At the end it's about the resources that I created instead. I eliminated what I didn't want radically. There was no compromise. And that gave me so much resources that I that I had so much energy, ideas, that the other things came in almost automatically, effortlessly. So to answer your question more precisely, I think you need to sit down and make this list for yourself. Where do I have a no? Even though you might have explanations why you shouldn't have that no, those explanations might be written on a different piece of paper, in a memory file, or something like that. We can talk about that later. And really pretend that there's only a radical solution. Like when you have a tumor and you want to take it out of the body, yeah, you wouldn't say, oh yeah, let's leave a little bit of this tumor in, yeah, no matter what it does, you wouldn't, yeah, you would take it out, yeah, the same with this lack of money, lack of time tumor, and what would you like to replace it with instead, and see what happens already. So, I like this answer, because personally, I can get caught up in the money, time, story and I usually have to remind myself consciously to focus on my desire, focus on my passion and then the money and the time will follow. Yes, so a lot of people feel held back by, oh I can't focus on it because I don't know how to do it. The how comes on the path. So when I walk a certain trail here in the mountains, I don't see a certain hill unless I have already walked on that trail and come to a point where I can see that valley, where I can see that mountain, that hill, that river. But be only because I left my start point at all. So the how unfolds because it gives me a certain experience, it gives me a certain discernment, oh, this, I, this was a mistake, I won't do that anymore, but I do more of this. And this is how the, the, the how develops. But you also have to make a commitment to yourself to take the risk to make mistakes, which are not really mistakes, but very often people don't dare to go for their passion and for their desire and to stay focused because of their fear of failure, 
fear of how they are going to feel when it doesn't turn out how they thought it should turn out. So they can't actually handle or can't imagine that they can handle what it does with them when there are lessons to learn and that they might give up or misinterpret it misinterpret those lessons as I'm not good enough or I did it wrong anyway you know whereas those people who dare they make different commitments to themselves I make this experience I learn from it and I go through the pain of oh that was not good oh no 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 that decision was really a mistake that is painful at that moment yes. it's not enjoyable excuse me but when you are clear that you're that it's worth taking that for the rewards to come it's a totally different story and a lot of people don't go through this with in themselves yeah they are they are stepping back from the pain they want to avoid the pain that comes with when there's a cul-de-sac or when there's a mistake so no pain no gain nowadays in the age of aquarius can mean you can take that pain that comes from having made a wrong decision, but how would you, could you know what's right and wrong in the first place? You have to have the experience that guides you there, what will be wrong and right, and only then you can make a decision that's better, or you can change the direction that's better. So at the end, this is the path is already the goal, yeah? At the end, this might all change, but... The reward will be there, but you have to go through the experiences of pain sometimes to reach the rewards at all. And I don't mean it in the age of Pisces way, oh, without having that pain you can never get there. No, no. I really mean that there is, there will be experiences that are frightening, that are unusual. Because when you go and do, I, I worked at home. Yeah, in Germany I was allowed to work at home as a naturopath, and I did. And I had nobody in my environment who worked at home, so that was frightening. You know, will people come? What do they think? And so on and so on. Yeah, it turned out well, but I needed to go through my fear. So the right path was where my fear lied, but I needed to go through it to come out on the other side. Right. It makes me think for myself. Fear and conditioned response to pain. When I was quite young, I would suppress my natural desires. And I found myself suppressing my desires to the point where I almost became unrecognizable. The person that I am as an authentic being, you know, as a light being, so frightened of of being hurt, of making a wrong move, of not getting approval from my parents when I was young, my peers when I was young. And I'm still very courageous, you know, on top of being, you know, having this aspect of myself that's so um, afraid, I actually managed to break through and to live a relatively courageous life. A lot of my clients, a lot of my friends are still stuck in that fear of not being able to even consider taking a chance on really opening that business that they want 
or taking that trip around the world that they want or going to talk to that handsome man or even asking their boss for a raise or going for the promotion or the level of work that they really desire. So what did you, do you think you did that they might not have done yet? I think that I conditioned myself to take chances in some ways. I feel like I have learned to leap without a net. To take a chance, to trust that I don't need a safety net because the universe itself is supportive. I'm here to be creative, inspired, powerful. I'm here to create. I think there are a few things that I want to talk about. One thing is, is that when the life plan changes, like in this person's uh, life with the new business, that this is a, actually a very creative force. This is a ve very creative process. It can bring up old memory files. So what you were talking about, I think that happened to a lot of people, that in the past, when you are conditioned as a little girl, as a little boy, that when you had something that you dreamed about and you wanted to fulfill it, people were laughing about you. You know, oh yeah, you you always want to fly too high, and you know you would rather have to stick with your peer. You know, do you think you're somebody better? All those kind of things. So it might be that this original desire, that there is still the content in our memory file, but originally there was a positive emotion that came with it that now all of a sudden after all this experience of conditioning there's a negative emotion coming with it yes. that doesn't mean that it's not doable or that this is really going to happen so what happens is that whenever we experience something our brain builds a memory file about that experience so information is saved in our brain because our brain needs to make sure that we really survive. So it wants to make sure that it's able to check, is this what happens right now with me? Is that threatening or am I safe? So even while we're talking or while the people are listening, they might want to watch themselves and observe in, inside their brains right now in this moment how many thoughts you have. Is there something threatening? Is it safe? You know, do I have to consider anything? How does that make me feel? Am I okay? Am I not okay? It happens all the time. So for safety reasons, our brain pulls files all the times and builds files all the times. So when... We have experienced something, we always save the information like desire, that's my desire file, my longing file, my wish file, my business file, my money file, my lack file, yeah, my partnership file. So it's a never-ending story of files. And with it, with the content, always a certain emotion. So when the Desire file is connected to being laughed about, being ridiculed. Having desire, desires might create the equation in the brain. 
when I have desires, I'm ridiculed. Or let's take another example. Absolutely. That's a good example. Yes, good, that's a good one. Yeah. Or with love. I have a lot of people who come with relationship issues. Love means I have to sacrifice myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Because this is how they build the fire, file, the emotion and the content. Relationship is the content. Emotion, I have to sacrifice myself. I am abandoned. I feel lonely. I have to suffer. Love means suffering. And because it comes so automatically, it's actually not felt very often consciously that this concept is already in, inside us. And it's like a certain spice that when you spice all the meals with this spice, it always tastes like the same spice. So it's a conditioned, broken record. Mm-hmm. So it might even be that this person thinks when I want to build a new business... I have to struggle with my resources because this is what I learned. I go for my desire, the struggling for the resources, like lack of money, lack of time comes up automatically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is how we notice that this is a file. It's always like a broken record. There's nothing new to it. So how do we stop it? When it's open longer than two minutes, it's like when you go into the cinema and you all of a sudden think, oh, I don't want to watch that movie. And all the doors are closed and there's no escape. You have to watch the movie until it ends, to the end. The same in the file. After two minutes are over, then the brain pulls even more negative files that fit into that content and into that kind of emotion. More and more and more. Yeah, you see, I'm an idiot in the first place because this didn't work out and that didn't work out. And do you remember yeah, mm-hmm. this other file? You know, you see, you always end up to be that idiot. So this is a never-ending story until it stops. And it's unstoppable after two minutes. The same the other way around. When it's a positive memory file, You know, you go to the Ayurveda therapist, for example, and you have made this uh, experience, oh my God, every time I smell this oil and she touches me a certain way or the massage therapist touches me a certain way, oh, I'm so glad and I relax, yeah, and I'm yawning already, you yawn now too. You see, that's a person, oh, you (laughs) relax by just listening to it and you pull then more and more relaxing files by only thinking about it. This is why we have to watch our thoughts, but this is how we also have to watch our files. And because they are so automatically coming up, we very often don't distinguish anymore what's our real essence, what you were talking about, you know, when you were talking about what's left from you, and what is a file. So you might be astonished when you when you observe yourself, and I w- would like to give that as a an exercise uh, practicing today. Observe yourself how many files come up, and how you deal with them. And all of a sudden, we feel bad. You have to stop them within ninety seconds. So that's the t- that's the rule. That's not my rule. I wish it would be. My ego would be very pleased with that. But it isn't. (laughs) It's what the brain research people found out. Stop it within 90 seconds 
and find a better fire. You can use anything to stop it. Humor, you know, making fast forward movement in your brain, putting a certain funny label on it, you know, and replace it by something that's better. Actually do anything. In this case with a business, instead of thinking about you know, how to be in the lack, do anything. What I decided at that time for my business and for my change of life, I made a contract with myself, a commitment, an agreement. I, and I really did, I said every day I will do something for my home business, whatever it is. Sometimes it was a phone call and I met a physician. I met the physician. Uh, Dr. Wiesenauer, the homeopath, and he believed in me. He sent me so many people, and that was just a meeting, one meeting with him. You know, I do, I've called other people. I wanted that they get to know me, how I'm working differently than other people, and I did something every day. It didn't matter if it was a minute or if it was 10 hours. I did something every day for the business. At the end, it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you put one step in front of the other and you keep on walking, and then it will come. Yeah. So, Rita, if we want to go deeper into this subject, like if a person wants to know more about this, the person writing in, for example, um, what, would, what would be the next step? What do we do? So you can always call for a free discovery session on the phone because this can be evaluated in a few minutes where to go from here because everybody has a different priority, a different root cause, a different solution cocktail that they need. So free discovery session would be the way to go. Perfect. Well, I hope you found the show helpful. And if you have any questions, please send them to info at willow4u.com. That's info, I-N-F-O, at willow, W-I-L-L-O-W, the number four, the letter U, dot com. Thank you for listening and hope you'll join us next time. We'll be asking Rita about health, healing, and happiness.